0: Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front podcast. I am Brandon Ream.
1: And I am Patrick Hasty. Hell yes, you are. Hell yes, I am, Brandon. No, no,
0: it's more like the new New Year, Nostalgic (gasps) Front.
1: That's right. Almost. Hell yeah. One day away or a week away, depending on how these episodes drop.
0: Couldn't it be more excited for a changing of the calendar in my lifetime.
1: I know, right? And you know what's going to happen is right, just right off the goddamn bat, fucking 2021 is going to suck shit. Like Hawaii's like, going to sink or something.
0: I should have known this is what the year was going to be like when it started out with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Oh, that's you know? literally that was, just, what that these- was a harbinger.
1: One of the only good things from 2020 was that was that night getting to experience that. The rest of it's literally been a shit show. Uh, so this is our episode 20. We're going to do a fun size about 2020. I have been dreading this one all year. How about you? Uh
0: no, I've been looking forward to it cuz that means it's yeah. the end of the fucking year.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. That's I, there's something fun about the fact that it's the end of the year and that uh We're kind of reflecting, you know, but it's also so goddamn just been such a year. You know, it's been so much. Mm hmm. Uh, Did you go back and listen to any of our like last the last couple episodes of these?
0: Uh, Not recently.
1: I listened to twenty nineteen last night. I played some Madden. Uh, The Portland uh, Lumberjacks were really crushing it. We're on our way to a Super Bowl. Lumberjacks
0: Uh, crush it a lot.
1: Yeah, they do with those axes, you know?
0: Oh, by the way, uh, just in case anybody's worrying, uh, I am fantastic. Oh, good. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Portland Lumberjacks. Fucking flannel wearing hipster fucks.
1: Yeah, red red as hell. Our colors are red and brown and yellow, and I like that. Um, but anyways, I was playing Madden. I listened to the 2019 episode, and my biggest takeaway You're- from it- You're speaking
0: to my heart, though, right now, listening to podcasts and playing Playing. uh, football video games. That's. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, the whole time, it's just us being like, yeah, 2020, you know, we're almost there. Here we go. Let's get into it. It'll be fun. And it's just we're so fucking stupid. You know, we're so dumb and naive and we don't know anything, you know. Mm. Uh, And it's kind of it's kind of hilarious how we're like young,
0: dumb and full (laughs) of hope.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How, like, you're like, uh, yeah, I, I need to do more mics. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go on the road and go to more comics and stuff. Or go to go to more com- uh, uh, music shows, band shows. And then the fucking nothing. Like, the whole thing, you know? It's just kind of funny yeah. how how naive we are. It's, like, literally that whole, you know, that, that corny thing that's like, oh, were we ever so young? Yeah. That's what it feels like.
0: Life's what happens when you're busy making other plans.
1: Yeah, uh, life is what happens when you're busy making planes. Now that is you know, a disillusioned a lot of, aerospace what, engineer.
0: What bothers me is a lot of people like I've heard people say uh, I hate when people say life is pointless because it's not Cheerios. Cheerios are pointless.
1: That's true. That is what I was. Now, what would you say about Fruit Loops?
2: Pointless.
1: Yeah, Froot Loops are pointless. Uh, Goddamn. Uh, Another really funny takeaway from that one, which I know we've mentioned a few times on the show as this year's gone by, but when we did our top movies, we both just full bore called Rise of Skywalker our favorite movie of the year.
0: That one hasn't aged
1: well. Not oh so hot, you know?
0: Yeah. You know? Uh, Yeah. Like, uh... I don't know. I don't know if uh, I like it better than Attack of the Clones.
1: Yeah, it's fallen hard, and 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 the. Well, we talked was- about
0: all that last week too. So. Oh yeah, know. or
1: next week. Yeah, you're right. Damn it. Oh yeah, you're right. Um. Okay. So what? Okay, let's talk about some of the good shit that happened this year for you in okay. your life. Now, early in the year, January, February, those first couple days of March. The world was terrible, but at least we were like not there wasn't this pandemic hitting us yet. I was in
0: a, I was a good, in a good run too, like I said. We I too. was Getting out to a lot more stuff, hanging out mm-hmm. at like birthday parties because you know how much of as weird as it is, how much of uh, New York comedy is just hanging out. Huh. Yeah, you know I was having a good time doing all that shit. Podcast was going good. Uh, we were getting ready for our first live show at the Creek in the Cave. Oh, which was yeah. going to be a regular thing. We were going to do those uh,
1: live podcasts. Shit.
0: Yeah. We were going to get that like about a, uh, once a month. It was
2: going to be a yeah. thing.
1: It was all set. It was set up. And remember, like, so Gideon and I, Gideon got that fucking wild hair up his ass and started booking all those shows. So, yeah. Like, we, all, we went to, what it was it, Boston or Massachusetts somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. and then uh, you know Michael Good came to some of these shows with us. The last one, Ben Katzner, we went up to Newtown, Connecticut, and did a show. Uh, oh man, it was like I, things were starting. We had we Gideon and I had like four shows booked that yeah. never even happened. You
0: know you what else? You know what else? Not only were obviously we were doing good on the comedy, but uh, we were both finally starting to take full advantage of living in new york and being music fans
1: oh yeah going to concerts
0: yeah yeah like you you went to the most you ever had the prior year year. and i had a big long list of all these like into june yeah i think it's somewhere on my phone too if i want to look at it and get depressed (laughs) but a long list of shows that i was like i'm gonna go to like half of these
1: i had i had tickets already for like uh bright eyes was going to be out in queens at that forest hills uh i uh, the band the format was was coming back was like doing a reunion show had tickets for that uh god damn it some other thing i was also going to sh- like sporting events we had penguins tickets the week the yeah. nhl shut down
0: last thing i ever did
1: oh yeah last thing Our- i
0: fucking xfl baby we were yeah. loving the xfl it
1: was so. This, show, still, this was, was big,
0: an XFL podcast, man.
1: And when we did this episode last year, we—I don't even think we knew the XFL was back yet. You know, like <laughs> it's so surreal. Oh, I did. Oh, of course, you were on the message boards. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, guy, because you—you follow what's his name, Cardell Jones. You follow his whole career, right?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I follow him into KFC.
1: Yeah, right, to get some uh, – you follow him around to the the, uh, the buffets, you know, because he he's a yeah. big guy.
0: Well, know? no, I mean, he did really good in the Bulls, the famous bowls when he was in college, you know, yeah. BCS ones.
1: Yeah, yeah, with corn and potatoes and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, so that was exciting. And I went to – one of the cool things that I think is fun is um, I went down to um, Pittsburgh with Gideon in January and headlined the, the burning bridges comedy club one weekend. And that was really fun because my best friend, Nick, him and his wife were living there still. And they moved soon after that. So last time I was there, you know, uh, and driving home from that show that weekend was when we in the car, that was the day that Kobe Bryant died. And in my mind, that's kind of when everything started to really take a shit, you know? Oh Yeah. It was, like, January 20th or something. And Murphy, I don't know if you remember this, but our dog Murphy was sick and was in the yep. ER for a while. And so, like, everything was just a fucking nightmare. Uh, and then, uh, fucking, also, there was this, like, exciting time when Bernie, when, like, he was winning all the fucking primaries and oh. stuff. And you were like, here we go, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: Super Tuesday hit. And then fucking COVID hit. And then, literally, uh, that was yesterday, and we're in the exact same position, <laughs> except for we've yeah. lost two hundred and seventy thousand people or whatever, three hundred thousand. I'm getting an update. Uh so what else? What do you What are you happy about? Tell me some more things you were happy about this year, though, or cool shit. Well, I got
0: engaged. That's oh cool. yeah,
1: that's very cool, buddy. Very I mean, happy.
0: Uh like it. Everything sucks, obviously, but you gotta like. Still find shit to be grateful for, you know? Yes. 100%. Uh, 2020 is also the year of gratitude lists and just perspective and shit. So it's like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, my eating habits have been way better. That's uh, good. You know, just uh, making real food. I've probably eaten more food that I've prepared myself in 2020 than any other year. So, sure. Yeah. I, I mean, so that's good. You know, and then on top of that, I guess uh, that's helped me save money, and also not ever being able to do anything helps you save money. money, Yeah, you know, every I mean, every time you walk out that door in New York, it's like cha-ching, cha-ching. You know, so if you're not walking out that door, it's going into your. I mean, I worked all year long. Yeah, me too. Same here. my My stimulus checks still sitting in my checking uh, my savings account. My next one's going to just sit in there too. You know, it's like, those are good.
1: We just happen to be lucky enough that we fell into this. I took a job in January is when I like signed the papers. I started this, it was the same company, but I took a new job with the company that's a little more stable in on February 1st. And if I wouldn't have taken that, I think I would be like fucking living, you know, I I don't know what. I can't imagine what our life would be like if I hadn't done that, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't like a dream. I can tell you that. It's not and I don't I don't begrudge what I do, but it's not emotionally fulfilling, you know? I'm yeah. not writing for a TV show like my dream.
0: I will. <laughs> this is weird to say, but I have learned that uh like just the process of work is like very important to me at least. Yeah. <laughs> for like how little other stuff going. I do, yeah, and just having a thing to do mm-hmm. is nice. But uh, uh, you know, that's easy to say when I'm in the middle of my three week vacation.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, but, I'm not, I'm not like that. But I, the stability that I did have because of this yeah. job, I think saved my brain. Uh, I didn't like, and I this. It's one of those double edged swords. I do like my job. I think it's very fun, and I. I like everybody I work with, but still, I wish I didn't have to work every day. I wish I could just mm-hmm. do the things I want to do. So it's like a catch twenty two kind of. But um, yeah, uh, still, that's uh, it, I can't imagine if I would if they like like I said if I wouldn't have taken that job in January, which I almost didn't. It was like my choice. If yeah. I wouldn't have, there's no reason for them to have kept me around once everything fell apart, and. I don't know what I are. We would have just lost lost a quarter of our income, you know, and uh, I'd be at home all day doing nothing while Stacey was at home all day working. Can you imagine what that would have done to a relationship? Yeah. You know, uh, it's crazy. Do you do you ride the trains now still for work? Yep. God damn, that's I rode the train on Friday. Um, I had to go into the office and I was on my way home and it was just it was the last night of Hanukkah. And it was like six o'clock and it was cold and snowy. And so Ubers were like 150 bucks to come home. And my office reimburses me, but I'm afraid that if I turn in a $150 one, they're going to be like, all right, we're not going to reimburse you no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I took a train home. And even though everybody did have masks on and tried to keep their distance, it was a good amount of people on this train. And I like yeah. was losing it. My brain, I was losing my mind. That's you know? one
0: of the reasons I don't do anything. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, between working construction and yeah. the train, uh, you should see the elevator I have to ride every day at work with mm-hmm. and you know, they got to get people to work and there's like, you know, it's a little bit more crowded than it needs to be and Sure. Yeah, you know, and then I get on a train too, so it's like Just even if area. there was a fu- freaking Open mic or a show, it's like you don't want me talking yeah. into that mic and everything.
1: Well, that's like there are, you know? that's the thing is, I don't begrudge the people that are doing it as long as they're doing no. it safely. No, I'm know fucking I
0: mean? jacked that people are doing it.
1: Yeah, I just can't, especially,
0: yeah, especially how many precautions everybody's taking. Like, nobody's like, there's no inside shows in New York. Yeah, they're all like, on the posters saying socially distanced, mm-hmm. uh, limited capacity, you got to get, you know, and they're, like, secret-ish, too, and, the weird, and...
1: There's a weird thing, too, though, about how it's not, like, in other cities, like, in, I, I assume, now again, I'm not there, but, like, in Des Moines, in Cincinnati, in, and even no matter how well they're doing it, stand. it's not the same as here, like, where everything just... Died. Like, all of our venues... The Creek in the Cave is gone. We'll never go yeah. into the Creek in the Cave again. And that is no. insane. insane. Last night, so for the listeners, so you because you guys don't know this, but you know, Reem. Last night, uh, my favorite football team, my college football team, lost a big game. And it was early, so we decided to kind of be like, well, fuck. You know, because of this, we need to cheer ourselves up. And we had already came up with this plan. We made a bunch of cookies for friends. We got a zip car, and then Stacy and I just drove around Brooklyn handing out cookies to our friends. We yeah. took you some. We also delivered all of the stuff the NFers had sent me all over the time to you, so that was uh-huh. awesome. Um, and uh, doing that, seeing people's faces, seeing Carmen Legala's face, you know what I mean? Seeing uh, uh, Albert's face, like, it reminded me, oh, yeah, this whole community I ha- I'm a part of is not the same and will never be the same, you know? And Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a good thing and it cheered us up, but it was also a bummer. And that's when I I started snowballing last night being like, I'll never go into the creek again. That's insane to me. Just to walk around or kill time and have a burrito or do an open mic. That seems, you know, nuts. Yeah. And in these other cities, they're still not. And other cities are fucked, too. And I know that there are places like I know uh, uh, Frana was Daniel Frana has been posting about how in Iowa City, they still need to stay. You know, he's they are still taking it serious and stuff. But it's not the same like li- when I say I've literally done four stand-up sets in ten months that's the truth and I was a two stand- up five nights a week guy for ten years you know yeah it's crazy
0: yeah crazy I don't know crazy world
1: yeah crazy yep. stuff <laughs> um did you okay so. You got engaged. That's, I think, very exciting. Now, we talked a little bit about it on here, but how did you, did you, did she know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She knew it was coming. It was like you guys spoke about it together and stuff. Mm -hmm. Did she know it was going to happen when it happened, that exact night or day?
0: No. uh Uh-uh.
1: What was the story? Did you already tell that on the show? Because I can't recall it.
0: I don't think so. I did the, uh, well. we had the 30 day. uh, Halloween. 30 Halloween movies. That uh, we were watching during Halloween, and uh, once we finished all the movies, uh, I was like, there's one more movie to watch, and uh, just pull it out. It's in that uh, drawer over there, and then it was a VHS of The Ring.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah, so while she was looking at a VHS, which is already weird... Weird, yeah. Uh, And trying to figure out what the hell was going on. I did the old take a knee and uh, proposed marriage.
1: Wait, so you disrespected the troops on the most wonderful day of your life?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) I disrespect
0: the troops every time I forget to wipe my ass.
1: Hello, uh, that's beautiful. That's awesome. I think maybe you did mention that it was involved with the 30 days, but I didn't know that the, hey, the who knows? VHS and the knee. That's great. Um, that's cool because that's also cool. a fun story and it's, as a married guy who's been married for a long time, your that story is going to get you a lot of stuff at parties. People are going to always ask. And so it's so, my friend Sam, I always talk about, my friend Sam Bristow who's great, he's a kid I grew up with or a guy I grew up with, him and his fiance got engaged the same we got engaged on New Year's Eve. They got engaged at the same time, and we got engaged in Rome in front of the Colosseum with a million people at midnight, and everybody's counting down: five, four, three. I propose. She says yes. It's beautiful. Everybody goes crazy. My friend Sam, him and his wife, who they're proposed still with three they
0: seconds together? left in the year. That's weird.
1: Oh yeah, because if she said no, I was gonna fucking leave her there. Uh, my friend Sam, they proposed in front of like a, a like just walking down the street in Chicago. And he's like, Oh, will you marry me? And she's like, Oh yeah, sure, you know. And so while that's a beautiful story on their end, I like when people put a little thought into it because then you always got that cool story. And if you didn't have a cool story, if literally it was like, Oh fuck, you're pregnant, you know? Like we better yeah. make this official. Uh or as I say, I used to say in stand up, uh, oh, the kids are getting married the kids are going to college, we better make this official. Uh, just lie and tell people a really cool story, you know? Who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. What else? Yeah. Did you go it's kinda, anywhere? It's kind of
0: funny, too, because we kinda, when we first started dating, it was like, uh, oh, yeah, well, this is a good call because we don't have to be around each other all the time, you yeah. know? And that's <laughs> nice is that we're not so codependent, and that's huge. Yeah. And then uh, now we have to be around each other all the time, and it's like, oh, you're you're like my best friend. You don't annoy me at all. Yeah, you know? that's awesome. Like that, uh, that we're able to. Like, I used to love how much time we didn't spend together, because mm-hmm. you know we're both two people, you know, with your own but, life. Uh, but now we have to spend all of our time together, and it's still freaking awesome. So
1: yeah, my that's how Stacy and I are. It's very interesting because I don't know the listeners might know this, maybe they don't. I don't know, but like we we got married and we're married living in Des Moines when we start when we met and we started comedy. And then I moved to New York and lived in New York for a year, eight, two, uh, maybe almost two years by myself or without her. At least she still lived in Iowa. We had an apartment there. I lived in New York, and so we spent a year and a half apart, doing a long-distance marriage, which was really hard and weird. But also, we're both very good at that. And now we're kind of in the middle of this year of constant together. And it's been very interesting to find how we're good at that too. We didn't. I wouldn't have known. You know what I mean? I'm a lot. Yeah. Hard to be around. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No but, shit. <laughs> right? I. I got to make a dumbass joke all the fucking time. Yeah. You know? I gotta. I. I re- all overreact.
1: I overreact Even, to every fucking yeah. thing.
0: I get in trouble Ooh. with uh, uh, riffing over the news.
1: Oh sure.
0: Yeah. Like. You know, I'm not paying attention to the news. She asked me something about the news. I say a bad pun and bad yeah. taste about the news, not knowing the first half of the story. Yeah. And then realize I just made a really bad joke about... Uh, like a dead something, person. Something, yep. Yeah. <laughs> but,
1: my, hey, you my, know,
0: whatever. It's just the two of us.
1: My thing is, is that I'll... Uh... I'll say something that I don't give a fuck about because it's like an observation. So like, we'll be watching like a football game and I'll be like, man, I think it's so fucking stupid that he held him right there. Like if he wouldn't have, you know, they, if he would have held him, that's 25 yards right there. That's, I mean, that fucking sucks. And I'm, I don't care. I'm just talking to Phil space. And then she'll be like, well, no, I, yeah, but I mean, who's that? He did hold him, And so who cares? And so
0: who? (laughs) Who's this Phil guy? Oh, I thought you are talking about fill space.
1: Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, but I'll do that. Where I'll say something that I don't give a shit about or I'm not invested in. She'll have a real opinion on the topic, and I'll be like, ah, I don't want to talk about this. This is stupid. You oh know? yeah. And then we get it. And then it's an argument because it's like, well, you fucking brought it up, and I'm like, yeah, but I was just talking to to fill the void, you know. Uh, I think
0: uh, we've done a lot of good cooking this year. I, I, I kind of touched great. on that earlier, but uh, yeah. Just, uh, my, co- I've gotten way better at so many different recipes and stuff. And, uh, yeah. we do one of those things now that just you get a box of random ass vegetables mm-hmm. basically too. So that's really cool. Cause we have to try and make meals around yeah the vegetables that we typically wouldn't get like shit. Like, uh, this, we had some weird cabbage tonight and weird. bok choy all this shit i don't know nothing about but it's that's good that's
1: one thing if i god forbid if i were to get the covid vi- covid it would if i lost my sense of taste and smell you know that's one of the symptoms uh-huh. i know shit no shit i would bite into an onion like it's an apple because i've never eaten one i, I they gross me the fuck out the idea of them but if i don't taste it or smell it motherfucker i'm putting that thing in my mouth i want to see what yeah. happens
0: like I made my first Thanksgiving meal. That was awesome. Oh know? yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, now, I'm, I now I miss barbecuing
0: the for people, but
1: I'm the opposite of you. Where I have been, I mean, y- I y- we've only seen the Zoom calls, but like, I mean, I've put on probably 25 pounds, if that, since uh, March, and I was on no sugar f- for three months. So as soon as this, and then I, yeah. I think I did. Until well, you can't maybe be on May. no
0: sugar uh, with our listeners.
1: Oh yeah, make, you fuckers! Yeah, just They made sure, of
0: like, yeah, fucking Kazi's just sent me a twenty-four pack of Pearson salted ah, nut ah, rolls.
1: That's so funny. Oh I'm gonna get. Apo- did you get, apologize to Souter about when we're opening his beautiful box of gifts, and you're like, "I hope it's a fucking Pearson nut roll." I did
0: on there. I did on there.
1: I know, it was very funny. Uh, Our
0: listeners yeah. are gonna give us diabetes.
1: I know, right? Uh it was very it, yeah that's one thing I will say uh I I my my eating has gone to shit like crazy um I'd like to try to get that back in shape back in control come uh January yeah. but the one constant and I'm not even fucking around the one constant thing that has kept me sane this year is this podcast yep. talking to you every week or as many weeks as we can and our fucking listeners uh the stuff the the letter the letter that Souter sent us last week. Your salted nut rolls. The fucking toys from Mike Haas. You know what I mean? Mark sending us comics. Mm-hmm. It's like that shit is is like it's so stupid, but it's like that literally gets me out of bed in the morning. Um yeah. getting to make that connection. Uh and I and I just I cannot be more thankful for shit like that. You know? And also to all of you, like we've always said we know the 10, f- ten, fifteen of you that fuck with us. We also know there's a a bunch of you out there who listen and never write in. Fucking uh, uh the goddamn, I always forget their names because I'm stupid as shit. But uh the Connecticut NFers who came to see us in Jersey. Uh Alexandra and golly Jerem nope. Shouldn't have brought it up, but I feel I need to bring it up. I'm bad with names, but you guys are fucking awesome. And you guys come to the Zoom shows, you know? The Arginello's, mm-hmm. the Michigan correspondents, coming in, you know, to shows when I when we used to do shows. It's like, without the, without you, without this group, everyone hearing my voice right now, uh, we would like, who knows, <laughs> you know, it'd be yeah. a nightmare, you know. Yeah. Um. Because
0: again, I need the not- like, I need this because otherwise, I won't drag myself to do anything right now, man.
1: Yeah. When we saw so last night, we saw each other for the first time in person since March 15th. Yeah. It, did you have a weird feeling where it felt like we had not seen each other for 10 months, but also kind of like we have? Yes. Like, th- when I saw you, I was like, ah, it's Reem. I talk to him every week. Yes. But then as soon as I got back in the car, I was like, oh my it was like I saw a famous person. Yes. I was like, oh my god. Or like when I see my high school friends once a year, and I'm like, oh my god, I got to hang out with Reem for a second, you know? Mm-hmm. It was crazy. We go over to Gideon's and see his little fucking kid, and he's in the street with the snow. Probably giant every time. It's
0: probably a giant. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's huge. His hair he looks like uh he looks like uh your boy, uh knock on wood if you hear me. What's that guy's name?
0: Little Chucky e. Gruden.
1: Yeah, he looks like Gruden. It's crazy, uh, but it was funny because we were in our, we stayed in that car, and then get, they came outside, and we were talking to them. And every time a car would drive by, little Robley would be like, "Who's that?" And I'd be like, mm. "Yeah, who the fuck is that? Tell them to get out of here."
0: Whoa, well, you're dropping f bombs for in front
1: oh, of Robster. Oh, so many, so many. I cuss so much. I he at one point he dropped his gloves, and I said, "What's your fucking problem, dude?" <laughs> uh now. All right, so nice little fun catch up. I uh, did you go on any trips? The at purple the kind, this
0: year? the green trips. kind.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking that's about the a fun little, That's a fun acid. little catch up. I missed whatever all that was. I <laughs> uh, do you want to do our lists and uh, wrap this fucker up? Yeah, man. I I honestly don't think we can get 2020 done with fast enough while also no- being aware that 2021 isn't going to do anything, you know.
0: Yeah. Was well, the 2019 like a 4-hour podcast?
1: Yeah. This one is probably won't be as long because we're not together. So like listeners when like if you guys have listened all the other ones we're going to buzzword also the fact that there was like 17 movies released this year, that's probably, you know. Yeah, they all they
0: they all got pushed back.
1: Yeah. Uh okay, so like movies. Let's talk about movies. Uh, your, did, well, Okay, so did you see any movies in the theater this year? Yes. What was that?
0: Well, it's on my list.
1: Oh, okay. Don't burn it then. I saw 1910 or whatever it's called, but I don't mm-hmm. know when that came out. Because I mentioned that movie in our last in like year episode. It came
0: out in, March or February. It was, like, okay, one so of then- the last...
1: Because that was the last movie I saw in the theater, but I didn't know when it came out. So, okay, so that's there. That's an honorable mention for me, I'll tell you that. Oh ah, um, yeah,
0: one of your 20.
1: Do you have any honorable mentions? No. I have four, or no, three. I have a top I have six. Three. I have three in a top six. My honorable mentions are 1910, uh, an you American Pickle. You loved it so pic- much
0: you don't even know what the name of it is.
1: <laughs> well, it wasn't written on my list until I found out I saw it in the theater this year. An American Pickle. All right. Little Women, which I really liked and it was really I almost put Little Women on my list. I don't I want didn't. to call
0: that movie Little Women. There's a lot of women in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Uh Little Women. And then I guess I'll also what's that Pixar? Onward. I'll put that in my honorable mentions. Remember that? Uh-huh. So that's my honorable mentions. Uh what about number 6? Do you got me do you got a number 6 for me?
0: Well, uh I hate to do it. I'm pulling a Patrick here.
1: Uh I got a tie.
0: I got a tie. Can I tell you Uh, this before you tell me? I'm Colonel Sanders here. I got a tie.
1: Before you tell me, I'll let you know this. In my movies, there are no ties. Whoa. Because I didn't see enough fucking movies that came out this year, you know? Uh, Well, mine's a tie. What is it?
0: Well, I learned my lesson last year by putting uh, Rise of Skywalker (laughs) number (laughs) one. Uh, So... um, I put these two movies tied for number six because I'm pretty excited to check them out. Uh, it's just uh, Soul and Wonder Woman 84.
1: Oh, sure. I forgot about Wonder Woman and Soul. Um, yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to having movies to watch. Uh, I like my damn blockbuster fucking hyped-up movies. These yeah. are both good reviewed ones. I'm really looking forward to watching them.
1: And they'll both be out by the time this episode comes out, too. So that makes sense. Yeah, I so think we they both drop
0: Christmas Day.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. But, okay, I'll, I'll add those as honorable mentions since I can't, you know. Um, mm-hmm. My number six is another uh, uh, superhero movie that I ha- didn't give a shit about. And then when the pandemic started, I started listening to these podcasts about the X-Men. And then I really gave a shit about it. And I was so excited to see it. It's called New Mutants. And it was good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think they good. did a great job. It was spooky. It had a great... The score was done by two of the guys from Bright Eyes, which I thought was really cool. Um, it wasn't g- as great. I thought it was going to be great. I really thought I was going to absolutely love it. I didn't absolutely, I didn't put it number one. Did put it top six. Uh, but I recommend it. If you see it streaming somewhere, I go watch I New saw it. Yeah. So, okay. What's, you got a number five?
0: Yeah, number five uh i just i mean there weren't very many movies that's for sure uh i hamilton
1: (laughs) yeah hell yeah hell yeah
0: i hadn't i hadn't seen it it was yeah nice to have something like it was probably one of the most hyped releases of the summer or whatever so it was just nice to have a thing to do to finally see what all the fucking holibu was about Mm -hmm. uh I listened to the soundtrack for the couple weeks after that, you yep. know, uh, it was also nice because of how many conservatives were pissed at the time that people yeah, like that's it. It's fun. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's good. And it's oh, a good, yeah. like we not being able to do anything. It was a bit cathartic in the middle of the goddamn summer to be able to watch a live theater, theater production, which yeah. makes me think, I was thinking about this the other day, what why the hell doesn't uh, Disney Plus have a Lion King, a yeah. Aladdin, a Beauty and the Beast, and all that shit on there? Frozen, well, you know,
1: Frozen's the best a...
0: Broadway musical anybody's ever seen.
1: I, uh, you know, there's a thing. Um, I, uh, I follow. I watch this girl on YouTube. Her name is Sarah Zed. It's Sarah Z, but she's Canadian, so they say Zed instead of Z. But um, and she does all these like uh, whatever they're called. YouTube documentaries about interesting topics, and one of them was all about the bootleg musical uh, subsection Good. of the internet. Trade and tags, just
0: like wrestling,
1: and about how how much that influences the fandom of Broadway, and how when um the the musical uh what's it called um the musical what's the movie with Reese Witherspoon where she's the uh, lawyer
0: legally, legally blonde. blonde.
1: Yes when legally blonde the musical came out it was a big hit it was a kind of hit on Broadway but then they shot it and put it on MTV as like the way they did Hamilton and it became a huge hit because yeah. kids and music fan- musical fans like young ones could see it because musical fans can't go to Broadway and spend $500 to see it and that the the model it was is slowly changing and Hamilton being shot movie style is part of that change. Whereas yeah. six years ago, they would not have done that. They would have been like, no, if you want to see it, go pay for tickets. But the fact that they did shoot it as a movie, that's going to get more kids into it, and that's going to eventually sell more tickets on Broadway, which is a really smart idea, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I wish... I, the, my favorite musical and... is In, Into the Woods, and there's a beautiful PBS shot version of it on YouTube that's free That's everyone should go watch. Nice. Um, okay, my number five... Uh, very, the way Hamilton is rooted in historical uh, relevance, and with everything going on, mm-hmm. my number five is the same. It is Hubie Halloween. Uh, it was great. Absolutely kicked ass. Made me laugh so much. Uh, I don't know when Uncut Gems came out, but if it came out this year, I'll call it a tie because it was also it very too. fun. And it was also it was way scarier than Hubie Halloween. Um but Hubie Halloween, I th- I really loved it. I was blown away how much I enjoyed an Adam Sandler movie. And uh it came I really needed it at that point. October was a hard month. And uh so yeah. So he's Hubie a hero Halloween. we all needed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh goddamn. All right, do you got a number four on your list?
0: Yeah, number four. Uh you know, it's my favorite type of movie, and uh it was the only one I got to see in the goddamn theater. Can I guess? Uh, this year that I know of, yes.
1: Uh, your favorite type of movie, so I'm guessing it's something like, uh, I don't know, uh, Big Titties number eight, uh, the story no. of uh, how he crammed it in her butt.
0: No, uh, it's just uh Wait, no, hold on. I,
1: hold on. The story okay. of how he crammed it in her butt is the story of a guy named Howie. Howie, yep. Crammed it in her butt is always his last uh-huh. name. Okay. Uh, we had What'd a baby,
0: Howie crammed it in her butt.
1: We had a baby, it's a boy. What did you say it was uh-huh. yours?
0: Birds of Prey.
1: Oh, fantastic movie, I, Birds of Prey. Like, God damn.
0: I love popcorn movies, superhero movies, everything with the fucking YouTube nerds talking yeah. about the hype, talking about the trailer, and then talking about why it sucked forever, you know? And just, I don't know, man. Could-
2: uh, it, it, and, it, and
0: it was it was solid it wasn't like the best yeah. but uh margot robbie obviously is fucking badass cool shit
1: everybody the action the, the huntress yeah. the you and, oh, ewan and
0: mcgregor is I, fantastic can, 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 in it but
1: can i butt in real quick to just tell you that also my number four is also birds of prey uh cool. i thought it was wonderful i don't want to there's no reason for me to not we can just share yeah it. uh it was wonderful. I really loved the element of the sandwich and how she kept going back to that. Yeah. It kind of made like a weird rooted it. Like it almost felt like an indie flick in that respect where there's like, mm-hmm. or or it's like the statue in Dazed and Confused. It's yeah. like there's this thing that she keeps coming back to that's not really relevant to the story, but it's relevant to her. So then you're, plus, you're invested in it.
0: Plus again, man, when you watch it, man, those action scenes, they're oh, yeah. all... They're great and it's all mm-hmm. her and it's all mm-hmm. like wide shot long takes yeah. like it's all on film it's fucking great Totally
1: Totally the uh the scene at that big fight at the end where they're like in the it's like a funhousey type thing you know yeah. Uh that's fucking amazing the way that all shakes out Uh and how there's like f- like four or what is it five the actual birds of prey there's like five of them all fighting at once and you can like, I can't imagine what it would have looked like on the big screen because like, there's a fight happening here, there's a fight happening here, and there's action yeah. here, and you can bounce between them, and they're all be- doing justice, you know. Um, I think that rules. Um, so that's my number four too. That's awesome. Sweet. Uh, do you have a number? Do you have a number three?
0: Uh yeah, because we have six of them.
1: Sure, I just was sure. Want to be sure?
0: Uh this one snuck up on me. Uh like I said earlier, I like movies where you hype them up. You know, yeah. I like trailers. I like getting ready for them. Uh, and I normally don't uh, venture too far out of my comfort zone there. This one sat yeah. around on Hulu for months before I finally watched it. And then I did. And I freaking loved it. And it stuck in my brain for like the entire like weeks after I watched it was uh, really? Palm Springs.
1: Oh, yeah. Fuck. I forgot that that came out this year.
0: Yeah, it's All right, like have, have you a, seen it? I
1: have a tie. Yeah, I have a tie now.
0: Oh. Like yes. Not I only, loved it. I It's it's a very 2020 movie too. And yeah. it's crazy too cuz it was completely unexpected. Uh yeah. because it it uh for the uninclined it kind of apes it does the Groundhog's Day thing, but it does it completely differently. Like there's a lot more mm-hmm. to it. It's not just like a ripoff, but it
1: don't it's, yeah. Like, if you if you haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. It's Andy Andy Samberg and the mother from How I Met Your Mother. And if you haven't seen it, and J.K.
0: and J.K. Uh, and J.K. Uh, Rowling's
1: or J.K. Simmons, <laughs> yeah, not J.K. Rowling's. How fucked up would that yeah. be? And and not uh, J.K. Dobbins, not J.K. Dobbins either. No, or C.D. Lamb. He's also not in it. Uh <laughs> If I if you haven't seen it yet, don't watch a trailer. Just jump into it. I think it's such that's, a fun. That's movie. what I
0: did. Yeah, and it's in my great. head that and came out the the themes and the psychology. And again, like uh-huh. I said, the way it complements like a lot of 2020 feels. Uh yes. it was great.
1: I really was in my head that came out like two years ago. Even though I know it didn't, uh-huh. I forgot all about it. That's great. So I'm gonna put that just to copy. I mean, I'm not gonna talk about it because we just did. But my number three is a tie now between Palm Springs, and I'm being honest too because I did love that movie. I just didn't think of it, uh, and Borat too. I think Borat oh, yeah. 2 was amazing. I think it was way better that. than I expected. God, it's good. And the way it dealt with the, the – the way it did it, not just – it's funny and it's weird and it has all this the Borat shit you want, but just the way they did the sequel to Borat, the way they figured it out in such an interesting yeah. way, and in such a relevant way, was awesome. So I really loved it. Um, highly suggest if you obviously if you haven't seen it, I saw it like the day before the election or whatever. So it's like, fuck, you know. Uh, yeah, you got Okay, number two.
0: Uh, my number two. Uh, you talked about a little bit earlier. Onward. Uh, I it mean, ruled. I I mean, you get a Pixar movie that makes you tear up. It's gonna be in my top six list, cause I you know yeah,
1: I'm
0: yeah. not watching anything that deep.
1: And, it, uh, I I think my problem with with that is is that it came out like the right at the beginning of quarantine. Yeah, and I feel like I was in such a not I mean, given we've all been in horrible middle mental states this whole year, but that was when it was first coming on. And so even I enjoyed it and everything. If I rewatched it tonight, I might be like, "Yes, it fucking kicks ass." Yeah. You know. Plus, I, I like the, yeah.
0: the the freebie aspect of it, oh, and yeah. uh, I don't know. It really matches up like uh, you know that hard rock fucking metally mm-hmm. feel going on the with van uh, and everything with like yeah. fantasy uh, elements and everything too. Which can uh, I tell you?
1: Can I tell you, Reem, that uh, Nasser, Khan and I are writing a TV show right now, and it's a cartoon. And I think it has a lot of that same elements of what you just described. And I think if anybody would like this show, it would be you. So, <laughs> And I think about that when we're working on it. I'm like, what would what would Reem see and be like, this kicks ass, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's shit like that. So that's awesome. Um, okay, my number two is a Netflix film uh, starring uh, the late, great... Well, he's not starring. He's one of those stars, but... Uh, uh um Chadwick Boseman was in it it's called The Five Bloods and Oh, I haven't I seen that
0: yet. I've heard oh, good things. That's a uh, Spike Lee joint, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, and it's the first Spike Lee joint that or Spike Lee film joint whatever you call them, that I loved in like mm-hmm. 10 years, you know. Um since like I really loved 25th Hour, but that even isn't that good in retrospect, but I loved it when it came out. But like I didn't like Santa Ana that much. I didn't like the other one the what was it? Uh Five Blocks or whatever, the one he did with Bruce Willis where it's, like, a cop movie. Um, but The Five Bloods is awesome. It's great to watch. It's, like, a Vietnam movie. They're doing, like, two different yeah. movies in it. And the thing that is so cool, and this doesn't spoil anything because it happens right away, but... So, it's these five... it's these There there are four guys who are going back to Vietnam, and they're all played by old actors, right? But then their fifth friend, they were The Five Bloods, their fifth buddy died in Vietnam. And so when they do flashbacks to Vietnam, it's the four guys as old men wearing their cargo, their like fatigues and carrying their guns and run through the, de- but then their fifth buddy who died in Vietnam is that's Chadwick Boseman. And so, and it's the themes in it, all the things they talk about, they talk a lot about like revolutionaries and shit like that. And it's just so fucking good. All the acting is great. So check that out. If you haven't seen the five bloods, hundred percent. All right. Um, yeah. Okay, one? what's your number one? I bet we have uh, the same one.
0: Me too. So we'll do it on the count of three, of course, right? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, right, ready? Here we go. One, one two, two,
1: three. Three. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted face, face the music. Face the music. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I mean. Boy. It's like, so good.
0: Everybody has said, and we have said before, it's kind of the perfect movie for 2020. Uh, mm-hmm. Just... You know, it doesn't take itself seriously. It uh, delivers thematically like what the originals had. You know, it's just, it's funny. It's irreverent. It's got a lot of heart, good cameos, good jokes. Like you could tell everybody had a good time making it. I had a good time watching it. It was Mm -hmm. fun to hype it up. I put the projector on. For that mm-hmm. movie, you know,
1: it was great. And it, and, it did a thing I mentioned with Borat too. It found a really fun way to do that sequel, to do that next chapter of the story. Um, and with not yeah. a lot of money, whereas just think about how much money went into fucking up the Boy. Star Wars stories with the, you know, and Man. this, this, did it, it achieved so much. I loved the care the daughters. I think they were so good. Um, and it, I rewatched it three or four times because I bought it on YouTube, and so it's on my phone, and so I watch it a lot when I'm, you know, yeah. at work or whatever, just killing. Yeah, I bought it as office. well. Yeah, because yeah. it
0: was like one of those. Oh, do you want to rent it for twenty bucks? Yeah, or buy, or it, buy it for twenty one. For...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I did too. Um, Goddamn! So that's the movies. I also watched a lot of movies this year. I was gonna try to make a list oh. of random movies I liked, but
0: yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, too hard. That'd be way too much. Uh, yeah. I watch the a lot one... of romantic comedies, yeah. um, just because they're so easy to watch, mm-hmm. you know, they're great. Uh, yeah. like, oh man, uh, one I'll mention real quick. You ever heard of, you ever watch about time?
1: No, you talked about that a couple weeks ago on the podcast though. Oh, and so I good, keep forgetting the title even, because I want to watch it and I keep even forgetting bad,
0: even bad ones are enjoyable because they always have yeah. the tropes. They always have dumb little jokes uh, like we watched the ghost of girlfriends past the other night and I was like yeah. yeah, alright I'm, I'm here for this
1: we I watched um the, from the year 2000 the Nicolas Cage movie The Family Man oh that's a great this? one I, yeah it's yeah,
0: fun. Leone, yeah. Fucking, it's a Christmas movie I don't care
1: it is it is that's what I watched it's a holiday movie but the thing that's weird is Nicolas Cage in the movie he is 36 years old <laughs> which is my age, and I remember seeing that in the theater when it came out. I was on a date my freshman year of high school, mm-hmm. and I'm like, look at that old fucking guy, and now that is me. And I'm like, ah! I,
0: I, I feel like I'm really old because I'm 38, mm-hmm. but then I remember uh, Arnold was only in doing Commando at 38, yeah. and uh, Harrison Ford was only doing Raiders of the Lost Ark at 38. So, yeah. you I know, think, I, think, I still have I think my that- Air Force One and I still have my jingle all the way ahead of me, you know?
1: I think Connor McNutt tweeted it today um, that if you feel like it's too late, remember Jeremy Piven didn't even start doing stand-up till he was 55. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking uh, of speaking of Piven and Ari and Entourage, do you want to move on to our television shows? Yes. Cool. Um, now, obviously not, but do you have any honorable mentions?
0: Uh, Yeah, basically all the stuff I've rewatched this year so uh the cheers the community the parks and rec the just shoot me uh the stuff i half watched while my fiance watched like parenthood uh was good also everything on on pluto tv
1: that's the thing that sucks is to to make this tv list is really hard because it's a lot of the same stuff from last year or two years ago but like okay i'm gonna tell you that well I'll, i'll wait for it but um I agree with that, like, Shits Creek was my favorite show of last year. I loved the finale season this year, but I didn't put it in my top six because it's, like, whatever. But there are other shows from last year that I did put in my top six, even though it's great. Uh, great British Baking Off, I watched a lot of that. I watched a lot of this other book British baking show. Oh, um, I watched, watched...
0: Have you watched the Great British Bag Off? Where they're like, please, sir, may I have some more?
1: No, and I have like, That's not that how one. you do it. I... That one's got a twist ending, isn't that right? That's right. Uh, I watched The Crown, speaking of the British twists. Uh, oh, I, watched, I tried uh, to.
0: That show was over my head. <laughs>
1: uh, Killing Eve is a fun show that I, I almost put on my list. I just I just barely missed it. It's a fun show. Um, and then there's so much stuff I rewatched. Same thing. Like We're rewatching Scrubs right now, which is fun because we hadn't rewatched that in yeah. maybe a decade. Yeah. And I still remember everything, you know. That's the show about um, the janitor, right? Yeah, the show about the janitor. Uh, And then I, I, I watched. um, There was another show that we we rewatched this year. Oh well, we watched Parenthood for the first time, and that was fun. Um, But then there. Okay, yeah. So let's start your list. What's your number six? And I have Uh, some ties on my list.
0: Me too. Me too. Me too. I got TV (laughs) ties, family ties. You know, I oh, love Family Ties. Uh,
1: I've watched watched some Family Ties on Pluto TV. That is for yeah, sure. Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah. Uh good. I watch way too much Rift Tracks Mystery Science Theater. Like that's my. Yeah. I just woke up, and mm-hmm. maybe I'm gonna nap. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm gonna look at my phone, but I just gonna throw it on real quick.
1: Between Peacock also- TV and Pluto TV, I watch a lot of just. Oh, this sh- this sh- th- I'm halfway yeah. through this episode of Third Rock from the Sun. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. but I I miss a lot of TV, so don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. And I, I I'm in my own corner on all this stuff. My number yeah. six, though, it's a tie, uh, because they're pretty spiritually similar. Uh, can I guess? On, uh, well,
1: yes. No, I don't want to guess. I don't want to tip anything.
0: Uh, just uh, the classic Rick and Morty. It's always mm-hmm. great. I love Rick and Morty and then uh Solar Opposites was pretty yeah. solid and I enjoyed it especially the uh there is a weird B plot that drives through every episode uh of the series this weird arc yeah. that uh really made the series for me I mean it cool. wasn't great but you know neither was yeah, 2020 good. but I enjoyed That's it like I'll watch the my, next season
1: My honorable mentions there's a lot of stuff like Pretty much every Adult Swim show that's on the HBO Max app, I watch this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I watch Harvey Birdman again. I watch Home Movies again, all that stuff. And I still have not fully given Rick and Morty a shot, but I think I'm coming close to it. I think I'm almost there, ready to jump in and see what the fuck everybody's talking about. Um, Okay, my number six is a show that's on HBO Max also called How To with John Wilson. Have you seen this show yet?
0: No, but I know they did an episode at the Burger King by my house.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, yeah. Uh, it is so, it's it's basically like a guy, it's, I can't even explain it. It's like these, doc, it's like a YouTube documentary kind of. It's like a guy spent a month videoing shit around the city or maybe a year videoing shit around the city and then he looked at all this footage and found stuff that made sense and then he made a narrative and then after that, he does research and goes from there. And so there's like an episode all about the history of scaffolding and why New York has scaffolding. And and then he goes to like Florida to a scaffolding convention. He goes oh, cool. to New Orleans. It's very good. I really recommend it. Um, and it's hard to explain. And it's also if you fucking hate it, I think I understand that too, because it's it's easy to I it would be easy to not be into it, I think. Um what's your number five?
0: Triple D, baby.
1: <laughs> Hold on, what? Titties? Big ones? Milkers?
0: Uh, no, diners, drive-ins and dives.
1: Oh, sure, yeah. No, I, I uh, was just joking. Uh, oh, good show okay. though. Uh yeah, guy's My good. number
0: it's a tie again as well. Um uh, and uh it's just really great uh to see how uh like sh- shows can make a comeback too. Uh mm-hmm. and it's Animaniacs mm-hmm. and uh Saved by the Bell
1: sure yeah i forgot i fucking should have okay uh animaniacs is on my list (laughs) go ahead
0: animaniacs i I was expecting to be what it was and it delivered it was great and good and enjoyable saved by the bell caught me off guard i didn't expect this shit at all it's right it's fucking good it's
1: yeah I've only yeah, seen the characters
0: them. are good and the jokes are funny <laughs> and the way that they're able to blend like uh, the way that they're able to make fun of it, but also uh, like pay homage and yeah. uh, the way that they're able to like 21 Jump Street it basically like Mario Lopez yeah. is fucking hilarious in it. He's yeah, funnier than he's, he's ever great. been in anything. And yeah. uh, a lot of the uh kid the new kids are all oh, great yeah. in it and the guy that's from like uh best in show i've been meaning to tell you about it but i figured i'd just wait for the well, uh, or ask you about I, it but i figured i'd just wait for this show but uh, i saw the, totally got I saw blown the, away by it
1: i saw the pilot and loved it but on who on that's all i could see because you have to pay for the rest but yeah, i loved yeah. the pilot and I knew because the people that created it worked on- uh, They got the good Great people, News. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, it was, it was pitched as that. It was pitched as like, we're going to do like a, a, a new way to make this show interesting. And I yeah. love the joke when he's like, when at the very beginning, when it's talking about Zach running for governor, and he's like, I went to high school here in California, and I was a lawyer for a while, and it shows a picture from Franklin and Bash, <laughs> <laughs> and- Right there, I was in. That's like 30 seconds in, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm in. This is great, you know? Uh,
0: You should definitely, when you know you'll be able to knock it out and cancel, get the uh, seven-day free trial and watch it real quick.
1: Yeah, I didn't know there was one. That's great.
0: I think I'm going to have to do to the lower decks because when I was going through lists to try and find uh, stuff to fill out my list because I don't watch enough new TV, I guess. Yeah, uh, Lower Decks wound up on a lot of my stuff.
1: Yeah, it's Lower Decks is also one that I saw the pilot because it, they put it up for free, and it's very good. And that's the same thing is like I literally was like almost when I knew this episode was coming up, I almost got the CBS app just because I want to be caught up on Discovery, so I can add it on my list. But I didn't, so I'm not gonna put Discovery on my list, and that's a bummer yeah. because I, it's. But maybe next year that'll be like my number one. You know, it depends on how great this season is. Um, mm-hmm. My number, my number five is a big kind of catch-all, but it'll make sense. And it's uh, the new Clone Wars episodes, which watching Was that, this that- year? oh yeah, baby. Um, oh yeah, okay. Watching Damn it, watching that got me to rewatch Rebels, and I rewatched Rebels beginning to end, and oof. I mean, I already liked it a lot. Now it's one of my favorite Star Wars pieces ever. And watching Rebels got me to watch fucking Star Wars Droids, the 80s cartoon, and it is so fucking good. It is awesome. It is awesome. The theme song's done by Stuart Copeland from The Police. Uh, It's basically, imagine if R2-D2 and C-3PO were hanging out with the neutrinos from, Mm -hmm. from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But they're on, like, Tatooine, and, and, like, every once in a while they run into Boba Fett, you know? It's, every episode rules, it feels very, I don't know, it kicks ass. It's all on YouTube, you can watch it all for free. Um, and then I also threw in this category, because I don't have a spot for it, and I really enjoyed it. It's more than an honorable mention, but I don't want to waste a whole line on it. Picard. I really liked Picard. Uh, yeah. This is, like, star, star stuff. I think Picard was really good, and I think it—I liked it better than I thought he would. Even um, what's cool. your number? F- what's your number four?
0: Oh man, uh, I don't. This show is just uh, good, like comfort food shows, and it's another one of those where it just seems like everybody's uh, having a great time in it, and the characters mm-hmm. have figured themselves out, and it's just goofy and fun every time. But uh, the Goldbergs.
1: Oh yeah! Yeah yeah. You know, like, coming up on an episode, our friend Nick Pupo is going to be in an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. exciting. Yeah. That's very good. Uh, I also want to start that. That is um, for it's, when it's we're done It's a good 2020
0: t- show. It's
1: yeah. got a lot of good heart. It It's a
0: classic uh, TV show that d- it does the scrub thing mm-hmm. where uh, uh, at the end of every episode, there's going to be a montage with music and lessons- mm-hmm. That like just that. kind that kind of just get the feels a little bit like the yeah. cheap pl- like music and montages. I learned this watching Parenthood too, yeah. but uh, music montages with characters that learn their lesson at the end of the episode will mm-hmm. always they are they're always going to get you in the feels.
1: Yeah, and there's two different ways to do it because Full House, which is a show I've been watching a lot lately, and it rules. Full House does it in a very cheesy way where they're like slapping you in the face with it. And then Scrubs or Parenthood would do it in more of a, well, looky what you fucking learned happened through all of this, you know? Yeah. Uh, And Scrubs does a thing that I forgot about where like it's all, he always goes and there it is (laughs) or, and there it was. And that's him figuring out the lesson. And I think that's very funny. Um, Okay. My number four is a catch all. For, I added Animaniacs to this one because it fucking rules, and I can't believe I forgot to put it on my list. But basically, this one is Young Justice and Harley Quinn. Um, yeah. Which you, is both my of them, f- number three oh, Harley oh, Quinn. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So good. The voice acting's great. The the characters yeah. are written so well. Um, yeah. And it kind of all came awesome. really fast. There was like two or two seasons right totally. away. and
0: Yeah. yeah. And having Loved Diedrich it. Bader as. Uh, uh, Batman mm-hmm. is always great he's yeah the second best voice he's the best comedic Batman
1: yeah 100% and having uh, I think the Bane characters written so well the yeah. guy oh, in the wheelchair Bane is the best it's yeah. so well uh, and
0: the, the poison ivy kite man uh, yeah yeah, yeah yeah is great uh fucking it's uh, great Ron Funches as King Shark
1: as he's the shark yeah yeah of, yeah it's
0: yeah it's a lot of damn fun and that's yeah. what I need. Uh, also, Me too. Uh, my tie is Clone Wars.
1: Oh sure, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Uh, okay. Uh, I like so, the Bad
0: Batch, I- and I'm really looking forward to uh, the Bad Can't Batch wait. series, and especially since it's in that big gray area of the Star Wars timeline that we don't get enough of, which mm-hmm. is right after, or like it's like right after Order sixty six, and. Yeah. It says it's bad batch, it's definitely gonna be a lot more clones driven, which mm. uh I'm I mean, uh it's dumb to say, but the clones are one of my favorite parts about clone wars. Any yeah. clone episode yeah. any of the clones episodes I dig. They they yeah. Any, so
1: any episode of Clone Wars that doesn't involve Anakin, I love. I love Ahsoka, I love the Obi Wan shit. I just don't like Anakin, I don't give a fuck. Which is I'm trying weird. Trying to think of my I favorite Anakin really like, arcs. I really like the Darth Vader comics, which you would think I wouldn't like because I don't give a fuck about Anakin, but I do. Um, he's
0: he's way better in Clone Wars. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think of like my favorite Clone War arcs with Anakin. Obi Wan has all the best stuff yeah, between his. There's uh, a lot of good Mandalore plot and yeah, uh, that's great. Maul Mandalore and. All.
1: There's a lot of good Ahsoka, Ahsoka and Anakin stuff that's very ne- necessary for you to enjoy it, yeah. for you to understand Ahsoka, but I just don't... It's still hard for me to get into him. Um, my number three, since you we got yours together, my number three... Oh, and also Young Justice is wonderful. It's on um, uh-huh. HBO Max now. It, it's... Well, it's like it's in that same carry on from just from animated series to Justice League yeah. to Justice League Unlimited. It's 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 so good. All the characters are so good. It's wrecked. It's we well, you know what they say, right? What Young, Young justice, justice, Dumb Justice, <laughs> full of come justice. And it it's is. created the creators of it worked on Rebels, and it's a lot of the same people, a lot of the same animation people yeah. and writers. Well, some-
0: I'm I'm sure a lot of creative people work on Red Bulls. You know, you get tired, you got deadlines, you know?
1: Stupid. You stupid fuck. Uh, My number three <laughs> is a show that I was on my list last year. It's on my list this year because I think the second season was also phenomenal, and it's a show called Pin 15. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: You open, always talk it up.
1: It's so good. The well, second this is season fun. Took, yeah. What?
0: Oh, that our top two shows are the same.
1: Wait, no, I'm on number three still. Yeah, I know. Oh, but you know what the next ones are.
0: Yeah, the obvious, I think Patrick.
1: I think you might have forgotten one.
0: Well, we'll see.
1: Yeah. So then my you number may three forgotten is. One. <laughs> well, what if we have four different answers? Uh, my number three is Pin 15. It's great. Go watch it, please. Oh, and another cool. funny thing is, is that two years ago on this show, on the year end episode, my favorite show was Big Mouth on Netflix. And I mm-hmm. fucking haven't seen another season. Don't give a shit. Don't even care to <laughs> see it. I love that they hired Ayo Adibri to do the voice of Missy, but like other than that, I just am not interested at all in watching it. And yeah, I know some people it.
0: liked it. I caught a couple episodes when Danielle was burning it through. I'm way yeah. behind on all that. Uh, I know a lot of people have BoJack as like their favorite, and I haven't seen the final the, season yet. Yeah, but, I'm still behind you on know,
1: that. Whatever. Okay, so what, what do you think my number two is then? Or what's your number two, I guess? My
0: number two. Hold on, let is... me rephrase
1: that. Let me rephrase that. Who does number two work for?
0: You tell that turd who's boss. <laughs> uh, what's your number two? Um, had the breakout, uh, you know, character of the year. Um, anytime you can get Mark Hamill in for a oh. season finale. It's huge, and uh, you know, fucking. I know what, what you're we do doing.
1: In... I know what? what you're doing. You're what? trying to trick me.
0: That what? That what we do in the shadows? What we do I in never... the
1: shadows? <laughs> Fantastic work, Reem. That's so good. Uh huh. See. Yeah. yeah like, now,
0: especially yeah. when it was out, was early. Fucking quarantine. Yeah. We needed when everything it. Everything fucking it. sucked, and then. My God, man! Like the show, like shouldn't be as good as it is. No, and the second it's so season phenomenal. was fucking phenomenal. Guillermo was fucking great. I mean, come on, Jackie fucking Daytona, human bartender, yeah. <laughs> fucking breakout character of twenty twenty. <laughs> so fucking good. Matt. Yeah, uh, Matthew yeah. Barry is just like mm-hmm. the best. Have you watched everybody all of his in other there? Stuff? Is great. The fucking sup- the superb owl like oh, uh yeah. god like and i've cherry picked some of the episodes to rewatch like mm-hmm. the show is completely rewatchable like oh, yeah. I, I i love it like i can't believe it's as good as it is like yeah. uh and especially for how different it is from the tv show
1: or from the film you mean
0: yeah yeah from the film yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's still able to be as good as it is and I agree. like they they make great of all, great work of all of their guest stars, you know? The fucking Guillermo vampire house raid when he's with all of his new vampire hunter buddies and stuff, like Chris Robinson and shit, and just, yeah. yeah. Well, your I'll number tell you two?
1: This? So my number two is what we do in the shadows, but it's also a tie with a show about- I forgot. A show about a loner. Who is just alone in the universe <laughs> and his young pal, and uh-huh. how they have to go and fight their way through the valley. <laughs> and I'm talking about Cobra Kai. That is my tie. Yeah? Did you forget about Cobra Kai, or are you just don't give a shit? I haven't
0: seen Cobra Kai. I saw, like, what? the first episode or so.
1: Reem, if a show has been made for anyone ever. Cobra Kai is made for you. It is yeah. so fucking good. I bet you Danielle will love it too because it has a lot of that like Riverdale love stuff in there, uh-huh. and teen relationship stuff. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. The and that's tie. my tie.
0: Cobra Kai. Cobra tie.
1: Cobra Kai. And there's three seasons. It's so funny too because it was on like YouTube Red, so they shot all this shit. Yeah. The guy. Okay. So do you remember that? Um. Did you see I Tanya? The yes. Tonya Harding movie. Do you remember the big guy who like played the... He was very fun, very good in it. You know what yes. I'm talking about? So he was in that. Then he's in Richard Jewell, the big Richard Jewell movie that uh-huh. Clint Eastwood directed. But he's in Cobra Kai as just like a funny side character because it was shot four years ago before all those other movies. And Netflix got the Cobra Kai and now, boom, everybody loves it. And it's so good. Three seasons worth. You can go watch it right now. All right, so number one, mm-hmm. we had the same top movie. The number one show, I feel like we really buggered the number one, two, three, say the name for the last yeah. one, uh-huh. but let's try it, okay? So, uh-huh. ready? One, one. two. Wait, two. no. Say it with, you. okay, you count off and then I'll say it.
0: Okay. One, two,
1: three. Mandalorian. Mandalorian.
0: Like, duh.
1: Yeah right. It's like so anybody good, that man. listened to
0: this episode didn't know that. Like I w- when we yeah. were actually talking about how we fucking put Rise of Skywalker number one on both of our lists without even discussing it. Yeah. Without even seeing it. Like, come on, we, yeah. we just did another Star Wars episode.
1: Yeah, we've, we love it. It's we've great.
0: got six Star Wars episodes now. This has what been things- one of my biggest Star Wars years, too. One of the like, things
1: you may do. And one of the things we say in the last year, the 2019 year end episode is it'll just be nice to kind of be done with Star Wars for a while. Now that these movies are done.
0: Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Uh -uh. Nope. I'm watching shit from
1: 1985. I'm watching cartoons from 1985.
0: I don't know. There's nothing really to say about Mandalorian that uh, the people that have seen it haven't seen. I mean, haven't heard, you know. It's brilliant.
1: uh, Ahsoka Ahsoka showing up, Uh, Bo uh, Katan showing up. Yeah, Uh, fucking Bill Burr
0: killing it. Boba, yeah, doing. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. That and the first episode was one of my favorites ever. The yeah, and that's the only one Favreau's directed so far. But uh, which one? The first episode of the second season. When they just go on a dragon hunt.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. With with fucking, uh, oh god, Timothy Oliphant. Vance. Vance. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's um yeah, it's very good and, and it's exactly what I wanted from Star Wars. I we've talked about that a little bit about how like it's yeah. what it's gonna do is it's gonna make this fucking last three movies, which up uh, I like I love The Last Jedi, but it is sinking every month, no matter how much I enjoyed it, it's just falling and falling because I the two movies around it made me dislike it more and then it makes me dislike it yeah. more. I don't know how to say it any other way. Not because of the MRA yeah. reasons or the fucking incel reasons, just because it's not what I want anymore. Um, <clears throat> and Mandalorian is what I want from Star Wars, so that's why I'm so excited for all these other shows. The Bad Batch and Ahsoka show and obi Wan show. Though,
0: and- even though Rose Tico got the got the raw deal.
1: Oh, yeah, she got hosed <laughs> hardcore. Did she's, you watch- She's one of
0: the best characters in the sequel trilogy. And then, uh, yeah.
1: Did you watch- I texted you this, but did you see the that there was a outro? That there was an end credit scene?
0: Yeah, yeah. You didn't see it. Yeah.
1: I saw it hours later, like fucking yeah. 10, 15 hours later. And it was. Why did you rewatch the Boba episode? Show. No, I was watching a YouTube video, and they're like, the, the end credits with Boba, but we'll get to that in a minute. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I paused the YouTube video and had to go watch it. And it was great. Just him and her. And the, what's her name? The, God damn it. The woman that Boba flies around with now? Yeah. She's 57 years old. There's still yeah. time. There's still time for all of us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, She's great. She was on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, Goddamn. So that's our shows. Uh, You want to jump into music and try to see if we can wrap this fucker up? Yeah, baby. All right. Now, listeners, the music is going to be a little different. We are going to, you'll hear it. But when we're doing it it's going to be harder for us to hear it. So just so you just so you know. Um any honorable mentions bud?
0: Um I guess uh not really.
1: <laughs> we're so different.
0: I'm trying to figure I, out which one I accidentally forgot to put not put on my list.
1: Hmm. Is it the okay, one you I, sent me I as remember. A, a YouTube yep. link? Okay. Okay, so I'll tell you my honorable mentions. There's a lot. Now, this is is just the bands who put out albums this year that are on my list of honorable mentions. Lomelda, Red City Radio, Beans on Toast, The Moore Family Band. Have you listened to The Moore Family Band? Uh Uh-uh. You'll love them. I just heard them for the first time like a week ago, so I didn't feel comfortable putting on my list yet, but it's great. Gord Downey, who was the lead singer of The Tragically Hip, who's dead. Uh, Reem, your ride's there. (laughs) Uh, There was sirens out your back window. Uh, Oh. Gord Gord Downey, who was the lead singer of the Tragically Hip, who died five years ago, four years ago, he released a solo album of his material that was unreleased, came out, and it's really good, but honorable mention. David Dondero, the new Waxahachie album. Both of the tr- the Taylor Swift albums are on my honorable mentions. Owen Brian Fallon, Hot Mulligan, Spanish Love Songs, who sounds exactly like the Menzingers, and they tour with the Menzingers, and I would have put them on my list, except for I'm pretty sure I'm friends with somebody who dated one of the members of the band, and they dumped Mm -hmm. them, and so now I don't want to put them on the list. Uh, The band Thick, who I just found out about recently, are really good. There's a new Lawrence Arms that's great, and there's a new Avalanche that's great. Okay? Yeah.
0: Oh, also, uh, I like that Red City Radio. Um, Yeah. uh, And then uh, the... Jason Isbell and Springsteen both had great albums.
1: Yeah. Oh, the Springsteen's on my honorable mentions. And Sharp Tooth. Sharp Tooth. There's a metal band that you would love called Sharp Tooth that uh, is on my honorable mentions. And then, uh, so I do my 10 favorite albums of the year every year. So since we do six, let me just quickly buzz through what my top my four that aren't on that is. My number 10 favorite album of the year is Soccer Mommy, Color Theory. Number nine, Mountain Goats, Getting Into Knives. Number eight, the Bright Eyes album, Down in the Woods, Where the World Once Was. And my number seven, you just mentioned it, Jason Isbell and the 400 union, uh, Reunions. So those are like in my top ten, but since we do six, those are out of the running. So uh, why don't you tell me your number six favorite album?
0: Hell yeah. Well, uh, well And what I've song are listened. we going to
1: play, by the way, too?
0: Uh, I've listened to uh, a lot of metal uh, oh, yeah. this year, and... Uh, a lot of good escapist type stuff, too. And, like, uh, well, this one is just a really good uh, metal album. It's uh, one of the best super groups, I think, in my opinion. Got guys from Converge, uh, Max Calavera from Soulfly Sepultura, uh, the lead singer, dude, from Dillinger Escape Plan, guy from Mastodon. Um, all together, but it's uh, Killer Be Killed, uh, their album, uh, Reluctant Hero. Okay, so let's listen to that.
1: Fun. That's good. Yeah. I like that. And there's a guy from Mastodon in that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they all, as you can hear, they all trade vocals. So just oh, having yeah. three, three different people singing and trading off different parts, uh it's really cool. And then, I uh, yeah.
1: The uh, I always associate Mastodon when I saw Revenge of the Sith in London. There was a guy staying at a hostel who went with us, and he had two Mastodon shirts. And I remember thinking it was so wild that two days in a row he wore a different Mastodon shirt. Uh, Goddamn. Great, great. Okay, so my number uh, six is uh, from the the little album called RTJ4, Run the Jewels, newest album. Uh, Brilliant. Came out in May Uh, I listened to this album a million times while the world was falling apart, uh, while cops were fucking murdering and literally in front of our apartment beating the shit out of people in the streets and, uh, we're marching for it, um this is walking in the snow a clip of walking in the
3: snow so take a listen to that yeah, I see it, you probably the Koreas from the ages one to four around the age of five you shift the away for your body to be stored they promise education but really they give you tests and scores and they predict the prison population by who's going the lowest and usually the lowest scores the poorest and they look like me. And every day on the evening news, they feed your fear for free. And you so numb, you watch the cops choke out a man like me. Until my voice goes from a shriek to whisper, I can't breathe. And you sit down in the house on couch and watch it on TV. The most you give is a Twitter rant and call it a tragedy. But truly the travesty, you've been robbed of your empathy. Replaced it with apathy, I wish I could imagine. Fast forward to the future so then you can face it and see how fucked up it'll be. I promise I'm honest they coming for you the day after they coming for me. I'm reading Chomsky, I'm reading Bukowski I'm laying low for a week. I said something on behalf of my people and I popped up in WikiLeaks. Leaks. Thank God that I'm covered, the devil can smother, and you know the evil don't sleep. Dick Gregory told me a couple of secrets before we lay down in his grave. All of us serve the same masters. All of was nothing but slaves. Never forgetting the story of Jesus the hero was killed by the state.
1: There you go. Do you listen to have you listened to that album yet?
0: Uh huh. No, I've not it's- uh I have not ventured too far out of uh the metal dumb uh this year. Yeah. It's it's it uh I've been getting into a lot of just underground stuff and there's this YouTube channel I hit up a lot called Bangers TV and uh mm-hmm. Oh, Just,
1: don't they show mash? Don't they show mash on that YouTube channel?
0: Yes, Mash and Bangers.
1: Yeah. Ah, oh, that's fun. Uh okay, so is your did you get your number 5 from there too?
0: Uh certainly did. Yeah, yeah. Uh number 5 is a uh, cool little uh Swedish like proto metal band. Uh well, I mean, they're contemporary, but they got that like early 70s uh proto metal sound kind of like uh, Thin Lizzy uh, meets Blue Oyster Cult. They're pretty cool. Uh, They're called Night, and uh, this is their album, High Tides.
1: Sure. Let's listen to this.
0: So it's got like cool metal riffy, like yeah. uh, stuff and uh, good easy vocals, and I-, I dug it.
1: You know when when we do our Spotify things, our lists. I was so surprised Thin Lizzy wasn't on my top whatever it is ten or whatever they give you because I listened to so much Thin Lizzy this year. Um yeah. it really blew my mind, and I love that. I love those guitars a lot. Um, okay, uh, my number five is. Uh, Fuck, love this album. Saw this group in October of last year, one of the last concerts I went to. Um, He's always been a solo folk guy. You told me about him when it started, when I first found out about him. But now he's got a band, and it's so good. And uh, this, uh, the homeless gospel choir's album, "This Land Is Your Landfill," and this song that I'm going to play is uh, a wonderful song called "Don't Compare." So, take
3: a listen. by this analog twitter feed if i unfollow you will you forget all about me like making art with a paintbrush and all the strokes that go unnoticed or when your friends pretend you're joking even though they know that your heart is broken
2: don't you dare compare yourself You. don't you dare compare yourself to anyone
1: anyone but you better, better, better. Better, better, better. that that just fucking rules it's so good yeah yeah good, you,
0: good 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 lyrics and uh i think i listened to it when it first came out but i haven't gotten around to it again
1: one of the songs on that album just uh, has the breakdown where it's just like oh,
3: It's so good.
1: It's so good. And it's got he's just very punk, ethos, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So definitely check it out. Um, what's your what do you got for number five, dude? No, number uh, four. What's your number four?
0: Yeah, yeah. My number four, man, mm. uh like uh one of my big things, especially now, has been uh a lot of escapist metal. And metal's a okay. great uh thing for that. Um especially power metal, and this is probably the best American power metal band uh, at, at work right now. Uh, just wait, wait, ri- wait. Are you just
1: gonna? Are you just gonna play Power Man Five Thousand? I assume then.
0: No, no, no. They're uh-uh, <laughs> no uh, American power metal, but uh, this is the type of shit that I want to get a vinyl collection for because everything's got sweet album covers, you know. Yeah. Like, big big sounds, like awesome artwork, and uh, mm-hmm. like. The, these guys their songs are just about like riding around on horses with swords and killing evil kings and shit like Love that it. yeah Love yeah it. and uh this is so what's uh, this one like i said this is probably the best american power metal band today uh and this album rips it's eternal champion ravening iron <laughs>
1: Power metal, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, oh, so you you like, really so, hit that? That's the best American power metal. Is there like, do you know the best like Swedish power metal and the best Australian power metal, or is, um, or is American power metal a genre? Uh,
0: yeah, I, it's a it's a little less uh like chorusy. like okay, uh, like y- your European power metal gets a little bit uh, like more. No, Queensryche is a uh, progressive <laughs> metal, and they're from Seattle. But Okay, uh, what's that? They're they're probably like progressive, like mm-hmm. uh, hard rock metal, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's different than European nice. power metal.
1: Nice. I sw- said last year, and I wish I would have just done, like learned all of the things. About- I should watch YouTube videos about metal and learn about metal. Yeah. Uh, and of course by that, I mean, you know, 10 different, different ways to fabricate uh, knives and stuff. Um, okay. My number four. We could do is that, uh, who,
0: Reamcore metal riffs. hundred great metal oh, riffs. Oh, I
1: want it. I want to do that video so bad. I'm so stupid. We should just make it happen. Um, my number four is a band who I also saw last year. Um, uh, I saw them when they opened for Pup. Uh, who Pup put out an EP this year that I didn't put on my list because it was only like seven songs. Oh, I hate that. But still, me too. But I get it because right now it's just no. like jo- uh, Joyce Manor put one out. Uh, it's the so gross. put out an acoustic it's one. It's
0: so gross. I Why? hate it. It's gross. Why? Puppy pee.
1: Okay, I get it. All right, you fucking idiot. You stupid dumb fuck. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I get it because there's no touring anymore, so bands got to keep putting out all this stuff. But, like, the Joyce Manor thing is really good, and it's getting on a lot of lists. But I'm like, yeah, but those are just old songs from, like, fucking 10 years ago. Um, Okay, so my number four is a band called AJJ uh, and their new album, Good Luck, Everybody, which is fucking phenomenal. It came out, like, in January or February. It came out early. And uh, this song is, I think, should be the anthem for 2020. And the name of the song is Mega Guillotine 2020. So have a listen. i Just mega yeah. guillotine, I love you. That's who I'm voting for, a mega guillotine to just fucking there's take a, all these pieces there's, of shit out.
0: The, there's, a, there's a cool uh, old metal band or new metal band that plays old metal sounding shit called uh, Megaton Sword.
1: Oh, that's fun. I like that. <laughs> yeah. um, goddamn. Okay, so what do you got for number three? You got a good number Num- three, I bet.
0: Oh, yeah. My number three, uh, as you know, I'm a big traditional metal fan and uh Mm -hmm. this is probably my uh favorite no they are this is my favorite new wave of traditional heavy metal band uh they're swedish uh two which i think most of my Mm -hmm. bands on i think uh are on here three of them are swedish these guys are as well uh this is ambush uh infidel
1: oh you had these guys on your list last year or not, I not this album, but you had the band, or you talked about the band Ambush. Yeah, because I was one hundred percent thought. You, I one hundred percent thought you were talking about Stan Bush, and you were just saying it wrong. No, um, Stan okay, Bush so did
0: have a new album come out this year, and it's solid.
1: Uh, what is the name of the song again?
0: Uh, this is uh, Ambush. Leave them to die off of Infidel.
1: Leave and, him to die? Yeah. That you Is listen it, to some heavy shit, man.
0: They're not that heavy, man. They're they're you could hear that on rock radio in the 80s. I guess. For sure. And those feels, vocals, that those oh, uh, that good. guy's got a huge freaking voice.
1: Yeah. Set of pipes, that's what we'd say. Set of pipes. Yeah. yeah. And
0: uh, his uh, Instagram's funny cuz it's nothing but golf shots.
1: Yeah. Oh, every band's Instagram is good right now. Homeless yeah. Gospel Choir, AJJ, all of their Instagrams—they're doing solo shows. Uh, it's been very cool. I mean, the pandemic's terrible, but it's been fun watching bands pivot and stuff because they're not going to make any money off Spotify. Um, go buy if you like music, go buy it on Bandcamp. Then at least they make some mm-hmm. money, you know. Um, yeah. Goddamn. Uh, okay, so thing, my number. Th- uh, big oh, thing ahead, in
0: underground metal right now is cassettes is what cassettes
1: oh yeah well cassettes are everybody loves them uh another big thing in underground metal is the earth's core yeah uh i keep thinking about do you think this is a good idea i keep thinking about taking my eps and making a uh vinyl like that's all three of them And then having, Mm -hmm. like, a sick vinyl cover and selling them. Nobody's going to buy them because, like, nobody buys anything. But at least then I'll, like, well, this is a physical thing I could hold. Um, That's an idea I have. Um, Okay, my number three. Now, this album was, this musician had my favorite album, I think, of 2017. His new album that came out this year is my number three favorite album of the year. It's fantastic. It's called No Dream in all caps. Uh, This is Jeff Rosenstock. Uh, so good, so fucking oh, mm-hmm. rocking, loud, fun, um, and angry, but in a way that you feel like you can deal with. Um, I mean, I didn't say that about AJJ, but AJJ is angry in a in a way that you can sympathize with. Uh, Jeff Rosenstock is angry in a way that you can fucking dance with, and you can get into that. Um, and this is a song that I really love, especially as an artist, as we're people trying to create, and it's called Scram. So have a listen to this.
3: I- told for most my life wait until
1: guitars kicking and don't don't wanna go Hell it's yeah. so it's so good it is all about just that fucking bullshit uh everybody has rich parents and they paid their way for everything and you are struggling fucking for a decade while they're just getting everything handed to them and and I and I I relate to that and it's a bummer um they've also he's also got a great song on there that's called uh or I don't know what it's called but it's about um basically when you're on the road and you sleep in people's Airbnbs and it's like hey, it's like him writing a letter to this girl. She's like, hey, when you were in Germany last summer with school, I was sleeping in your room because your mom's renting out your room to make ends meet because <laughs> you're in Germany. And I thought it's just a it's a fun song. The whole album is gorgeous. So check out Jeff Rosenstock, No Dream. Um, All right, we're getting down there. You got a number two album, buddy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, tell you ma- me,
1: uh, Reem, just tell me who does number two work for?
0: <laughs> uh well, it's funny you say that because these guys do have a song on this album called devil's excrement but uh
1: <laughs> it'd be funny if they had a song called yeah baby austin powers and more <laughs> like uh
0: <laughs> like i said uh i've listened to a lot of like escapist like uh nerdy like power y type yeah shit. a lot of them Im- uh, a lot of like a- American metal power metal but uh yeah exactly you know you're familiar But uh, sometimes you just need some good old fashioned, angry, fast shit. And uh, this band Midnight with the album Rebirth by Blasphemy is a fucking uh, like I like my black metal and I like my speed metal and I like my dirty fucking punk, rocky roll. And boy, when you put them all together and it just fucking rips balls like uh, Mm -hmm. this album. Uh, Plus, they got a good style. They fucking uh, wear like leather. They wear executioner heads and leather jackets and uh, machine gun fucking sashes. It's just one dude and he takes out a touring band. But uh, yeah, like uh, it's a sub sub genre, I guess, called black and roll that I really dig right now, where it's pretty much mm. uh, black metal meets like, uh, you know, like punk. And it's all just like sped up and rocked up and it's just fucking kicks ass.
1: I love it. That's awesome. Uh so that and is what's uh, what's the song called?
0: This song is called Fucking Speed and Darkness.
1: All right. Fucking Speed and Darkness by what's the name of the band? Midnight. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> hey, it is uh ten forty seven PM on a Sunday night and you're listening to Fucking Speed and Darkness by Midnight. <laughs> John Lennon's been shot. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's cool. That's fun. I like, I get it. I get, I, same thing I did last year, probably the same thing I did in 2018 and 2017. I can, when we're listening to it like this, I can hear these differences you're telling me about these different metal, but like, I don't retain that. Mm -hmm. And so then it's hard for me later on when I hear it, like this band. A lot of 14, you you gotta be 14.
0: You gotta be 14. Yeah. Okay, that, that that's where hard. that's when you get your metal retainers.
1: That's why I know all the different emo jo- uh waves, you know. Uh I only know the two- Elmo waves. Oh yeah. Uh my number 2 is a phenomenal album. Uh, really I'm not kidding, I went back and forth a lot on naming this my number 1. I didn't because this musician so uh the album my number 2 is al- is a uh, Phoebe Bridgers album Punisher. And one of the top li- albums I listened to this year, according to Spotify, the song I'm going to play you is the song I listened to the most this year. Uh, the only, and I love this, but the reason I I put it as number two instead of number one is because last year she's in the band. Uh, um, uh, oh God, why can't I pull the so- social, not broken social scene. She's in the band Better, Better Social Community Center, Better Home Community Center, whatever the fuck that band's called. Her and Bright Eyes are in it, and I didn't want to have the same artist being number one two years in a row. So she's number two. She's brilliant. Uh, Take a listen to the song Kyoto.
2: Day off in Kyoto
0: Oh yeah,
1: pretty. It's pretty. It's poppy, but it's not too poppy. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of. Tri- sh- that's a very popular album. Like Rolling Stone is calling it like top five. Uh, everybody's calling it their f- album of year and stuff. Mm-hmm. And but it's still she's so she feels like somebody that we would know in the comedy scene. She seems so re- yeah. down to earth and realistic. And there's a great line in another song in there where she says, uh, "We both hate Eric Clapton, but we're sorry his baby died." And I think that's very funny. <laughs> Uh, she's got a good sense of humor. She's cool. She's good. I think that yeah. music's awesome. And it's a, it's uh, what the kids say, it's a mood. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I get that. Uh, kids like the moods. So that's, that's right. So that's my number two. Uh, highly recommend that whole album. Now, uh, I am assuming we have the same number one. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't. There's no fucking way. It's weird uh-uh. how well we match up on everything else. Uh, what's your number one favorite album of twenty twenty? Reem, go ahead and let me know.
0: Uh, well, again, you know, we're talking about escapism, and uh, Mm -hmm. oh boy, does this album offer that in spades? Uh, it's a cool fucking like uh uh, psychedelic. Well, they call themselves adventure rock, but it's kind of like uh proto. Is that American
1: American adventure rock?
0: No, they're Swedish. Actually, oh sure, Swedish, Uh, Swedish adventure uh rock. But uh, it's kind of like uh, uh, proto metal, like but also like uh, like proggy '70s type shit. So like cool. you can hear some Genesis and Rush in there, and uh, then they got a pretty sweet like synth-y keyboard mixed in there too. And uh, their oh, yeah. songs are all about a hero. They got three albums. Uh, it's all one narrative uh each album so far is a different step in the adventure of the title character which is also the name of the band Hallis, where he's a uh, warrior and he's just descended into space at the end of this one and uh the name of the album is uh conundrum i Uh, love
1: it let's
0: hear it and this is carry on off of Hallis conundrum
1: great it's like uh is it like coed and cambria how there's like comic books and shit written about it and stuff too
0: uh they don't have any comic books it's just the uh the the albums is all they got uh but uh there's a pretty good youtube video of them making the newest album uh and just like sitting around uh talking about uh all of the different concepts of the storyline in there and Mm -hmm. uh I don't know, I just uh, really dig the band. They had this song off of their last album that kind of blew up as far as underground Swedish uh, metal. Even though they're not that like heavy, but uh, yeah. metal is just a giant catch-all. But uh, oh, yeah. the song song you guys might want to check out, if you like them, check, it's called Star Rider. And it's got that same like, just full, cool sound.
1: Yeah, check that out. Uh, I do like that uh, metal is a huge catch-all, and Magnets catch all metal so not
0: not all metal uh it 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 only it depends on their permeability
1: do you remember when i like aluminum
0: aluminum is a low uh on low permeability uh metal it doesn't have enough uh flux rings of flux to build a magnetic field around it uh and shit
1: you heard that new magnetic fields album that's great
0: magnetic field (laughs) Uh, five
1: also, I think it's pronounced adamantium. Uh, you idiot.
0: It's vibranium.
1: <laughs> uh, the the MCU okay.
0: too big. It's vibranium now.
1: Uh, my number one album of the year of 2020, uh, on a year that a lot of good albums are out there. This was a hard thing. Like great year. My movies, movies was easy because there wasn't a lot of stuff. Television shows was complicated because I watched a lot of old stuff. Whatever. Music. I took me a long time to come up with this ten. You know? Same. Um. Uh. But because I listened to so much music this year, because I worked from home, which means Stacy's sitting across the room and I'm sitting here, so eight hours a day, I'm listening to music all year. Um. And my number one favorite album of the year is a band who I love. I've loved them for maybe the last five, six years. I've had them on my list in the past. They're they're one of those bands that they put out an album and I love it, and then maybe the next one I'm not as much into it or whatever. Uh, I like it, but it's not my favorite. It's not on my list. Uh, but this year, it's my number one. It's a brilliant album, and it's uh, a band called The Front Bottoms. Uh, and In Sickness and In Flames is the name of the album. And I think they're, they've done one of those things that I really like where the band started this as one thing, then they kind of got into another thing, and then they kind of went back. another thing and now this is the album where they're kind of putting it all together and I think it works really brilliantly oh I Uh, like those albums Yeah, it's very good and this is a song off of it that I think rips, I think it kicks ass Uh, I've listened to it thousands and thousands of times this year it's called Montgomery Forever so here it is by The Front Bottoms
3: I can't imagine not being able to trust myself you and your mental whole time think I'm someone else I shot the gun you smashed your face in.
2: it wasn't fun until we could taste it cause we used to live here and now they're blowing it up
1: you started crying as I was blowing it up Montgomery
0: forever, Endeavor, Endeavor, now they're blowing it up. Montgomery
2: forever, Endeavor, Endeavor, now they're blowing it up. You started crying and laughing and trying to explain how
3: all you want to do is leave. Montgomery forever, and now they're blowing
1: it up. So there you go. Good fucking rock, uh, rockin'. But then the album's also got some real slow shit that's weird. It's got a lot yeah. of sampley shit. Wonderful, it's wonderful, man. I've liked um, some front bottoms. Yeah, they're great. They're fun. Uh, God damn. Uh, well, we dream. We did it. We fucking talked about twenty twenty, and we neither we of us cried. We did it. I. Uh, I'm excited. I'm not. I don't know if excited's the right word. I am excited to see the calendar turn. Yeah,
2: I'm excited
0: tomorrow. To, I'm excited
1: to. Or- yeah.
0: At the Soon. at the time of recording we are an hour away from the solstice. The That's crazy. Fucking centuries old symbol for renewal, rebirth, yeah. new beginnings. That it's here, you know what I mean? So Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just time to start building anew, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, now you've heard of New Beginnings. Have you heard of Newbie Halloween? It's the sequel to Hubie Halloween. No. <laughs> Uh, it's fine. Uh, now I want to see QB Halloween kills. I want to, Oh, that sounds good. I want to get better in 2021. I want to learn, get better. Well, you health. can get better I cause want... you're not dead yet. Yes. Thank you, Frank. Uh, I want, I'm excited to see how Biden fucks everything up, but in ways that don't give me as much f- yeah. immediate fear and anxiety as Trump, even though it does give me a lot of anxiety and fear. Um, I want to get my eating under control. That's for sure. I want to go back. I, I like, I, I just feel uh, horrible. Um, I want to write more. I'm, I'm, I think I talked about this. I'm currently writing this com. Yeah, I told you, I'm writing this cartoon with Nasser. I'm writing a comic book with our friend, John. And so I'm trying to focus myself like that and, and, and have have goals because, Without stand up, without having dates on the calendar, I have nothing to shoot yeah. for. I have nothing to go for and it's very frustrating. Um are you guys getting married in the coming year?
0: Uh or have you talked sure about any yet. of that yet?
1: Okay, cool. Okay. Um and also listeners, I want to tell you this. We love you, so it's I mean, we're open by the book. We might be making changes on the podcast. We're not gonna we're not leaving. Uh mm-hmm. the name's not changing. But we might be doing some things that'll kind of streamline some stuff and make it so that, one, the show's Or reamline uh, it. Thank you, God. Uh, one, so that the show's better for you to listen to, and two, so the show's better for us to produce and, and make and make work. Um, mm-hmm. Because if if the workload becomes a little easier, then we can start doing more exciting things and that is potential to grow. Look at it when we started having return guests. That fucking ruled. The the episode with Rosa a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago, you know? Um, uh, Look at what happened when, like littlest things that we do on this show. When Reem started bringing, and starting the fun size episodes by, you know, welcoming you to the show, that took a lot of work off my shoulders that is so stupid but then that went into riffs that became the fantastic T-shirt and the hell yes I am T-shirt and the gun sounds and everything all came out of that. And so growth is exciting on this show and we're literally at almost 200 episodes. So it's a good time to start seeing that growth and change and we'll see what happens next. Um, and we're glad you're all beer for it because mm-hmm. we know you will. We know you're not going anywhere. You like our dumb fucking mouths and the way we say these stupid yeah, shit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, Growth yeah, and change. Boy Boy. Boing. Boing. Uh, do you got any final thoughts, Reem?
0: Uh no.
1: All right. <laughs> uh where can the <laughs> listeners find you?
0: <laughs> Reemcore, R E A M K O R E. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I post dumb shit no matter what handle
1: that's right uh you can find me at patrickhasey.com it's at patskste uh if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube please do that that would be very cool uh just Patrick Hasty, just search Patrick hassey comedy on there um and if you want at the end of the year if you want to buy a shirt or buy buy a coffee mug guys I know that it's stupid but they're oh, cool yeah. and they're they're so cheap they're 10 bucks you get a sick ass coffee mug with our logo on it I understand you don't want to wear your podcast shirt. You're going to be like, what's that, a podcast? And you're like, I'm a loser. But a coffee cup is cool. And so if you guys haven't, pick one up at the store. Um, that the, the little bit of dollars, I know it's stupid, but it saves. It helps us. Like my Literally, the reason why today's episode might sound slightly different, my computer, my PC at home broke. So we're doing a whole different route. I have to buy a new laptop. Mm. And even though I can do that, the money from the podcast is helping with that and that's very important. Um because it makes it so I, I obviously I'm I'm looking at a better com- I can get a better computer that'll better edit episodes, edit video quicker so we Dude, can do you're more getting a Dell. episodes and Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if I am getting Adele? Uh what if yeah. I get I'm getting a Dell? She's moving in with us. She's our roommate. No, now. that's I'm what I singer. said. Yeah. yeah. She's walking she's walking around going rolling and that deep. you know? uh but yeah so thank she you i know we're that, rambling she's
0: married a farmer
1: boy that's right up my alley so the did my wife and,
0: yeah the farmer and adele
1: oh fuck that's really good uh but anyway, so that's it we're rambling now it's late and this is a longer episode um we love you Have, i hope you had a good holiday season uh thank you for continuing to listen and put up with our bullshit uh, wear your masks, wash your hands, stay home, don't go fucking fucking around. Uh, be cool, never die. And as always remember, if you're not an inFr,
0: you're an MFr, so, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck, fuck out, out of here, here. Ah. What a what a fucking production, huh?
3: It's great to have friends like
0: Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this
2: podcast.